As I look around this beautiful church, it makes me feel like I kind of worship at the Newman Center in like a shoebox or a dumpster or something. This place is absolutely beautiful. I would never take for granted how beautiful your worship space is. But one thing we have to always know as Catholic Christians is that your soul and my soul is more beautiful than this church, period. Your soul and my soul is more beautiful than this church, period. And if we look at the second reading today, which I want to look at from St. Paul at the end of Thessalonians, he tells us about light and darkness and telling us that we are not in the darkness. But if you and I live in the darkness, what happens is that we get so concerned about the externals and we forget about the invisible reality. And we complain about things that really have nothing to do with anything. This past week, I went to Hobby Lobby, and for the students that are at the Newman Center, they know I like to shop at three places as I try to make the place very encouraging and to help them encounter the Lord, but also just to let them know I love them and I want them to be there. I shop at three places primarily. Uh, The first one is TJ Maxx. The second place is Ross Dress for Less, and the third place is Hobby Lobby. And this past week, I was at Hobby Lobby, and as I was shopping there, I was looking for bar stools because I'm trying to make a a place for them to study as we prepare for finals week. And as I was at Hobby Lobby, I found the bar stools that I wanted to buy, and the lines there were ridiculous. So I actually sat down on my bar stools. I waited and waited and waited, and then as I was sitting there, I saw a book, and the book is called How Successful People Think. And it was only $4, so I picked it up and I started looking at it. And on the inside, something caught my eye, and I want to share it with you. And this book comes from a gentleman named John C. Maxwell. And he said, good thinkers are always in demand. And as I kind of went down, it said, good thinkers rarely find themselves at the mercies of ruthless people who take advantage of them or try to deceive them. And this is what caught my eye. He said, people like Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler, who once boasted, what luck for rulers that men do not think. Let me just repeat that. What luck for rulers that men do not think. And this book is teaching people how to think, where to think, and why to think. And I can remember when I first started seminary, I went through four years of college, and I never thought about anything besides baseball, partying, and girls. But it wasn't any deep thoughts. It was just kind of doing what the world taught me to do. And if I ever repeated a thought, you know, it wasn't my own. It was from something somebody else said. And usually I had no clue what they're talking about. I just wanted to add something to the conversation and just found myself living in that darkness of never thinking. And my friends, the book talks about how thinking takes effort and it takes time to change our habits of thinking. And a lot of us, if we want to allow our world to be screwed up and to allow bad things to happen, just do one thing. Don't think about anything. And don't learn how to think. Because one of the greatest thinkers to ever exist is St. Paul. You know, this is a person who actually persecuted Christians. So if you were here, he would have like stones in his hand ready to kill you. But because of his encounter with the person, the living person of Jesus, 
everything changed. He was one way, and then he went another way. And after he had his encounter with Jesus, he spent time with the apostles, three years thinking things through. Do I really want to give my life over to this? And then he went to go set the world on fire. You know, as we hear in this reading, it says, Concerning the times and seasons, brothers and sisters, St. Paul says, You have no need for anything to be written to you. He says, For you yourselves know very well the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. But you see, the problem for a lot of us is we just let the thief, the evil one, come in. We've numbed ourselves, if we want to be honest, we've numbed ourselves with technology. We've numbed ourselves with keeping ourselves preoccupied because then we don't have to deal with maybe the reality that inside, I'm broken. Inside, I hurt. Inside, I, I'm really not doing okay. I'm actually in the darkness. And if I, if I had to give you one encouragement, you know they said before Mass, you're going to have prayer teams available. Go. Get over your own pride and go ask for help. If there's a line here for three hours afterwards, praise be Jesus Christ. Because, my friends, our world needs you to get out of the darkness and go into the light and then bring it out there. But the problem is, for a lot of us, we reflect the darkness and we're not reflecting the light of Christ. And maybe you reflect the light of Christ, but, you know, our world just needs it so badly. And St. Paul wants to remind us today, he says, but you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness for that day to overtake you like a thief. He reminds us of who we are by virtue of our baptism and what Jesus did for us on the cross. He says, you are a child of the light and you are children of the day. He says, remember, we are not of the darkness. That's where the devil wants to keep you. That's where bad leaders like Hitler are like, sweet, they're not thinking about anything. Let's mess with them. But he says, let us not sleep as the rest do. Let us stay alert and sober. And how do we stay alert and sober? Well, you and me, my friends, we have to have a plan of action. If you aim for nothing, you will hit it every single time. So I want to get real practical in light of what happened with Father Jerry getting in contact with somebody who had COVID. Because we've had about five to eight students get in contact with someone who has COVID and they have to quarantine themselves. And I want you to ask yourself, if you get in contact with someone who has COVID or you yourself get positive results that you have COVID, what is your plan to remain in the light? What is your plan? Do you have enough food for two weeks? Do you have people to contact to make sure they can provide food for you? Do you have a plan to read a few good books that'll help you grow in your faith during this time? Do you have different movies or different talks that are going to help you grow in your faith? That'll help you stay alert and be sober to know that you are children of the light. I would encourage you maybe to go to Hobby Lobby. They're not open on Sundays, but maybe go get this book. It's a really good book. I've been reading it. It has quotes from people like Albert Einstein, 
and it has stuff from Vince Lombardi, who was the Packers head coach a while ago, who was also a Catholic, who also went to seminary, had a rosary in his pocket like every single second of every Packer game, went to daily mass. Very holy man. The other book I would encourage you to get as you prepare, because most likely there's going to be a point where you're going to be put in quarantine, it's just probably going to happen, is this book also by one of my faith heroes, and his name is Father John Ricardo. And this book is called Rescued, and it's called The Unexpected and Extraordinary News of the Gospel. The Unexpected and Extraordinary News of the Gospel. A lot of times when we hear the good news, my friends, it seems, maybe not here, but it seems at other place that we've forgotten how awesome our God is and how powerful his message is. And in the, in the first introduct, part of the introduction of his book, he asks questions to get you thinking. Asking yourselves questions like, why am I here? Why am I here or where am I going? And how do I get there? And these are just fundamental questions. Questions like, why is there something instead of nothing? And I, I personally believe the reason why we don't ask these questions is because our education system is pretty broken. We're taught to memorize answers but not think deeply. Everything short-term but not long-term. And we've just shuffled people through, through school and they leave with degrees but we don't know anything. And I'm like a total <laughs> proof of that. <laughs> I graduated with a, with a degree in psychology and I could tell you I, I rarely know anything about it. Paid thousands of dollars, still paying thousands of dollars. But it was when I went to seminary and I had to learn how to think, the first thing was it made my brain hurt. I remember being on my knees trying to read Pope Benedict in his early priesthood, his early time of being a bishop and a cardinal, reading him in my brain hurting. And I got on my knees and I just said, Lord, my brain hurts. And he just very gently said, my son, this is called thinking. You don't do it very often. Because Jesus is trying to encounter us all the time. He has parables, 31 throughout the scriptures, to help us think. He uses one of the talents today, saying, if I've given you talent, go invest. Don't bury it, right? And he uses parables about seeds, different things to help us engage our mind. But sometimes we're on autopilot and we've forgotten the message of the gospel, the amazing, extraordinary message. So my friends... What is your plan if you contract COVID or you get put into quarantine? Because if you have no plan, it can be one of the most awful experiences of loneliness, depression, boredom, and that's when the devil comes in. But if you have a plan to lift yourself up, to spend time with his word, to pray the rosary, to listen to good talks, maybe read a few good books, I guarantee you, you will remember that you are a child of God. And if you know who you are, you know what to do. And maybe that's why our world is hurting so much, because we've forgotten who we are by light of what Jesus did for each of us on the cross. So I guess maybe St. Paul is right. You have no need for anything to be written to you. You all know what I just said is true, I hope. But let us make sure that we have a plan. 
but also that we're looking out for our neighbors too, that if we find them in quarantine, we pray for them, we fast for them, we ask them if there's anything we can do for them. Because it's not necessarily a matter of if I get COVID or if I go into quarantines. Right now, it's kind of like a matter of when. And if we know that, then we should go into our, our, our weeks with a plan. But if it happens, instead of complaining, I have a plan. And God's plan for each of us is to be with him forever. My friends, he loves you so much, I can't say that enough. That if you were the only person, he would have died for you on the cross. And if you ever feel any emptiness on earth right now, that's kind of a good thing, because you and I belong in heaven. But at every single Mass, we ask for heaven to come down to earth, Jesus to come down to earth in the Eucharist to be with you. And when you receive communion today, I would really encourage you to say, Lord, give me the grace to learn how to think. Give me the grace to make a plan, to make a family plan. Because if you aim for nothing, my friends, you'll hit it every single time. Let us make sure that we're living our lives on mission and we're always aiming for the Lord to remain in the light. And if you're thinking, God is so big but, and I'm so small, the Lord did something amazing with me by calling me to be a priest. He can do anything with you. I was a flatliner, you know what I'm saying? So let us make sure that we have a plan this day. And let us take a moment of silence to take steps to remember that we are children of the light and we are not in the darkness. Amen.